Hello and welcome to the Post to Post podcast, episode 98, Groundhog Day, February 2nd, 2020. Jason and Neil. Is it really Groundhog Day? It is Groundhog Day. I didn't know that. <laughs> February 2nd. It's I, amazing that you actually have that printed on here. <laughs> Heck yeah, I wouldn't have mentioned it if it wasn't there. That's pro. Groundhog Day is in the notes. So I don't know if the groundhog seen a shadow or not. I didn't look that up. Uh, does someone actually watch? Apparently. Apparently there is a groundhog. Like the groundhog. Like every year it's the same groundhog? I don't or? know. I imagine he's dead. They must choose one. Was it sunny this morning? I don't think so. But I don't know if it's the ground. Like, where do they do it? They clearly don't do it here. I don't know. Is it in the States? Is it in Canada? Like, it, It's a pretty ridiculous day like, when you think about it. And, and we've had a pretty mild winter for Atlanta, yeah. Canada winters. So. Who knows? I'm hoping early, early summer, early spring. Bring it on. Yeah. Uh, we had a pretty f- tame summer last year. It wasn't too, too hot. No. Uh, we had like a couple least... weeks where it was really warm and that was pretty much it. Yeah. PEI. The year before that was just absolutely crazy hot, and last summer it was it was good. So it's been a while since I've experienced a, a New Brunswick summer. So yep. I'll get to do that this yeah. uh, this summer. All right. So right off the bat, we're going to jump into some notes you have about what's coming up on the YouTube channel side of things. Yeah. Right. So I just want to let you guys know what's coming on the main channel and also the second channel. Uh, I've decided that this week I'm going to release a video every single day on the second channel. Ooh. More post to post. I'm going to tell you what all the videos are. So the first thing I'm going to do, well. The first thing I'm going to tell you about is I had an idea for a video and I knew it was going to be a lot of work and I kind of put it off and for a couple of weeks and I finally got around to doing it. It took over two and a half hours to do the research for it. Um, and basically the title is NHL teams with the easiest schedule to finish the season Ooh. ranked, I guess. Uh, so basically I went through every single day from now until the end of the season and if I looked at a game. If the St. Louis Blues played the New York Rangers, I had two columns. And so I had all the teams listed out, 31, and then two columns. Non-playoff team and playoff team. So if for St. Louis versus the Rangers, I don't know when they play. I'm just picking that as an example. The Rangers would get a tick in playoff team because they're playing a playoff team. Mm-hmm. The Blues would get a tick in non-playoff team because they're playing the Rangers, which tech currently are non-playoff team. And I did that for every single team, for every single game for the rest of the year. That's why it took so long. And I added everything up, and by using those statistics, I mean, this isn't going to what's, what's going to happen, but yeah. at the end of the day, I know that one team, if they beat all the teams that, are playoff, that aren't playoff teams and lose all the games that are against playoff teams, this is what their record's going to be. And based on that record, you can add up the points, get the standings, uh, and then figure out the playoff matchups. Mm-hmm. And I did it, thinking that the numbers wouldn't really make sense, like the total numbers... It would be a little off because you can't do ties with this, or not ties, uh, the extra point loser with this points. method. So I gave every team at the end an average of five loser points, just an average right across the board. Then I added everything up, and the numbers actually look super close to Like something that could general, be plausible? Totally plausible. Wow. So I'm really excited to to film the video. I'm going to do it after this podcast um, in the other studio and and go through it. But there's there are surprising factors that are coming into play like there is one specific team that has such an easy schedule really compared to some of the other ones and some teams you think that it would kind of average out because the schedules kind of are spread out but i mean edmonton and calgary have already played i think three or four times now at least three and they only play one more time Mm -hmm. so from this point on they're only going to see each other once Mm -hmm. and there are other teams in that situation where They've they've already played all the games against them and they're not going to play anymore. So all the all the um, 
like it, it's there's no team that's 15 and 15 mm-hmm. there's some teams that are 21 and 9 or 9 and 21 or something like so they're all completely different and it doesn't really have anything to do with where they are st- uh right now so like Detroit isn't they actually have a pretty easy schedule I think if I can remember correctly mm-hmm. even though they're last even in the though league. it's irrelevant yeah yeah so it's 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 complicated and it it really is a kind of a stupid idea for a video but the fact that it came out to be actually kind of plausible <laughs> makes it interesting so mm. i'm really excited to to film that and get that out there and you should you can probably expect that in the next couple of days um i'm going to film geoguesser number four number five and number six uh five things i like about st louis and five things i like about winnipeg and uh the video that i think is releasing later on today maybe by the time that you're this is released it'll already be released on more post to post but i watched a movie last night and it was the worst movie I've ever watched in my entire life. Worse than Adestrata. Yes, way worse than Adestrata. Wow. I actually legitimately got a headache at the end of the movie. Like, I had a headache. And I only get headaches about three to five times a year. And this movie gave me a headache. It's called Uncut Gems. What was the headache from? Was it just thinking or was it sound or was it... I don't want to give too much of my opinion away, but basically it was just an exhausting movie of okay. people yelling over other okay. people it's adam sandler's in it it was just released on netflix i think it was in theaters too possibly but um i'll go into the full detail of it okay. but it was terrible i actually want you to kind of watch it i want to see if <laughs> you, you can make sold it. me on it now i can't wait to watch <laughs> the worst movie you've ever seen i want to see if you can make it through it it's that bad i i i don't if i start a movie i finish it because i'm just i'm kind of ocd like that mm-hmm but I actually contemplated stopping this movie halfway through. That's how bad it was. But wow. Anyways, uh, check out my thoughts on the second channel. So basically what I'm getting at here is if you're not subscribed to the second channel, I would love for you to go over and hit the subscribe button on there. It's called More Post to Post, and it'll see a video release every single day this week. Um, oh, and also that, that easy schedule ranking thing is going to be on the second channel. So if you want to see it, subscribe to the second channel. Okay, so that's all I have to lead off on okay now we can go to your pro notes so let's i've got a lot of notes today hopefully we can go through them quick um we got to talk about the battle of alberta because the battle of alberta is back people it's been when's the last time it was exciting or (sighs) my memory is so bad that i can't remember the last time it was exciting i feel like it was early to mid 2000s like it it's been referenced but it it's like Wednesday night rivalry on NBC, what yeah. they used to have. There's no rivalry there. You're just using that as a name. Same as, that's what the Battle of Alberta has been. Yeah, like Columbus would play St. Louis and it would be <laughs> yeah. a Wednesday night rivalry. Uh, Battle of Alberta, Florida and Buffalo. <laughs> Wednesday night, get your four hot dogs, four tickets. Remember that? When we went to, so we went to Niagara Falls and there was a deal. I think Buffalo was playing Florida or Arizona. It was Arizona. Mm-hmm. Four tickets. Four hot dogs, four popcorns, and four pops for $44, people. That's <laughs> this unbelievable. Was, this was October 2013, I believe. Twenty, Yes, it was 13, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean. Can you imagine getting four tickets and a bunch of food for that's $44? Un- that's unbelievable. It's like, hey, you want to go to Sabres game? $11, get you in, <laughs> yeah. and three things of food. So, uh, anyway, yeah. So... Um, um, the first game was the first, uh, the first game, we had two games of the Battle of Alberta. So the first game was the game that Zach Cassian's suspension was over. That's when things really escalated. So it was hyped. Like this, the, the first yeah. game was hyped to crazy. Yeah. And I, like, I was ready for it. Yeah. Like, I, I think everybody was ready for it. It was a late game too. So and it I lived up to the hype. It did. We saw, we saw an okay fight. 
But it wasn't the best fight of the night. I think the best fight of the night was uh, Nugent Mo- Hopkins versus Monahan. Monahan. Yeah, so they opened the fighting up and just like, wait a minute, yeah. these guys are ready to go. <laughs> What's going like, on? This is awesome. Yeah. And then a minute later, then see what I liked about the Cassian fight, and I do have this in my notes, is right off the bat, Kachuk wanted to fight Cassian, get it over with. Yeah. Cassian's like, no, no, no. Which you're gonna wait. I thought it would be the reverse. I thought Cassian would want would just want to get it over with, and Kachuk would be like, yeah, yeah. Kind of play that. See, Kachuk knew he had to answer the bell. He did. He was getting a lot of heat. He was getting. And a he ton wa- of heat. he didn't want to do the fight. He wanted to get it over with. Cassian's like, no, no, no. I'm going to make you wait. Yeah. <laughs> do you like that? I do kind of like. <laughs> I that. like yeah. it too. Gamesmanship. Like, yeah. So he even said like, I wanted to do it on my terms. I wanted to make him wait. I wanted to make him think about it for a little bit. Yeah. So it's the game within the game, and I like that. That's that, awesome. That is awesome. It's, but it's mad cool. mad props to both of them. They did they did the fight. They did. They fought each other. Um, but yeah. Probably one of the best games I've seen the first in a one? long time. Yeah. Yes. Until it, the second one came out. I have a I have a confession to make. Yeah? I did not watch a single second of the second game. You didn't last watch night. the game last night? Nope. Dude, that was probably the game of the year for me. I watched the highlights of the fight, the goalie fight. That's it. I, I fell asleep. A, so we'll get to that in a minute, because I have a complaint to make about highlights for that fight. Alright. Um so I have complaints too. In the first in the first game, so I ended, Calgary ended up winning in overtime. Um, there was also a, a controversial moment when Mike Giordano kind of need Connor McDavid. And I don't think it was intentional. I, I think it was intentional, but I don't think it was a knee. I think it was a trip. Just a, just, just stuck a trip. His foot out. Just, it was just a trip. Let's move on. See, McDavid thing. was obviously pissed because that was the same knee that he had rehabbed. Yes. They have a history. Yeah. So I'm. So I mean, a feature comes out with Connor McDavid showing how about how he rehabbed his knee from what seemed to have to be yeah. an operation to fix it. And then in that game, he gets need by, you know, the captain of the other team. Yeah, and yeah. there was no penalty call. Now, if he would have fell, 100% oh, there would have been a, a penalty there. I feel like if he had been injured long term, I feel like there may have even been a suspension there for intent. But maybe because it was Giordano and they do have history, maybe it was intentional, but I felt like it wasn't. Like if Connor McDavid would have dove there and would have stayed. Yeah, like took the trip. Yeah. Because he he's not one to flop. And even his teammates said that. So if he took the flop, fell, and just stayed on the ice for two minutes grabbing his knee. And he easily could have. Yeah. And no one would have questioned it. Yeah. What do you think happens to Giordano then? Yeah. There's a penalty and possibly even they're looking at it for a game. Absolutely. But because he stayed on his feet, no call. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and I the, hate diving. That's the problem is, we run this into. Is, this is what happens when people don't embellish a little bit. I know. And that's what soccer's turn, turned into with the whole embellishing over there. So Or football, sorry. Um, It's... It is frustrating, but I I don't want to be too critical on Giordano because I do like him, but it's a dangerous play. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not to trip I'm not convinced a hundred percent that it was intentional. Like it looked like it could have been. It you looked could like it convince me either way. Yes, that's how I am too. Yeah. It wasn't a blatant like a hundred percent. I'm sticking my knee out to try mm-hmm. to screw you over. But it's just one of these other things that just flame the fire of this of this rivalry. Yeah. So then you're like, ooh, maybe game two is going to be good because there's some unanswered heat here. Yeah. Because uh, game one and game two were less than a week apart. Yeah. So it's almost it like Wednesday, a playoff field. It was Wednesday was the first game and then last night, Saturday yeah. night. So yeah, you're talking like four days there. Mm-hmm. So the game goes to overtime and Dreisaitl has to score to win it. Mm-hmm. So he goes in and it's Riddick, right, Rick? Yeah, Riddick goes with a big poke check. <laughs> Puck doesn't go in, takes a stick, Jose Batista bat flips it right up in the air, yeah, just staring does. at him. <laughs> like, you know there's unfinished business in this game. So obviously the Edmonton team didn't like that. No, and this is after the All-Star game where I, 
if I'm not mistaken, they were teammates yeah. on the Pacific <laughs> yeah. team. <laughs> so Well, they even asked, like, how are McDavid and Kachuk going to get along together? And they said, well, put that aside and yeah. deal with it. Like, they knew they were going to deal with it. So anyway, the game last night that you missed out on, which, unbelievable. I know. Big mistake. Fell and asleep. I'm going to read my... I have a last note here. Actually, you know what? I'll wait. I'll wait to get to it. So Edmonton was ready for this game. They were pissed. They were extremely pissed. First minute and five into the game, 2 nothing lead. Like, That's impressive. Yeah. Um, so in the second period, um, three minutes and 18 seconds into the second period, they scored their fourth goal, and Riddick got pulled, and Talbot came in. So it's like, okay, whatever. Um, and then by the by about halfway into the second period, Calgary actually closed the game to one one goal. It was 4-3. And then after that, they never scored another goal. It was all Edmonton for the rest of the game. Um, so I'm going to give you a summary of that okay. last bit. That would be nice. So there was 24 seconds left in the period, and um, Talbot makes a save, and I don't know who it was on Edmonton. He goes in to like try to poke check the puck when mm-hmm. he's down. And then that Talbot just loses it. He gets up, starts wailing on the player, whoever it was. He's even like jabbing his stick into him while he's down. Another player pulls him off him. He starts fighting that other player. And then there's this big brawl with everyone just like fighting everybody. So it's like, heck yeah, this is a pro. Yeah. So meanwhile, Mike Smith starts skating up to center ice and he just stands there with a stick just like, I'm which waiting is, for you. Like Game of Thrones yeah, style, here I am. Yeah, coming which in. is amazing. So Talbot's, Talbot's already fought two other guys. Like, all right, why not I go here? So he goes out to the fight. So we see the first goalie fight in like six years. Yeah. And Mike Smith and Talbot go at it and Smith just dominates him. Mike Smith is a machine. Well, Mike Smith's crazy for in, He's in general. crazy. Dude, he was throwing friggin' punches. Like, I wouldn't, if I could pick one goalie not to fight in the NHL, <laughs> it would be Mike Smith. Dude, it was awesome though. So here's what we had. 11 goals in the game. Yeah. This is overall in the game. We had 11 goals, 102 penalty minutes. Three fights, one of which was a goalie fight, mm-hmm. and two goaltender ejections. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Is that in your notes to talk about? It's not in it, but it's like a newish rule they made. Because it's a secondary fight after a whistle. It's a secondary fight after so a whistle. So they get ejected because of that. Yeah. When would a goalie fight ever be the primary fight <laughs> after a play? Like It's always going to be a secondary fight. Yeah. W- would it not? Yeah. You're never going to see two goalies just randomly just charge each other it would be awesome if we did and i don't know what it would have to be and it sucks because every goalie fight from now on was is is going to result in an ejection yeah that sucks that's unfair that that means there's going to be less goalie fights which means the goalie fights are going to have to be when a game is already over pretty much like they were down six three when this fight happened so i mean that's pretty much over like and cam so cam tabbit on that one (laughs) series of events had 21 penalty minutes by himself that's actually awesome. Minute, I'll give it to you. He had two minutes for roughing, two minutes for roughing, like a second two minutes for roughing. So two little scuffles. That was when he jabbed the guy on the, down the ice, and then he went and fought someone else behind the net. Five minutes for fighting the goalie, and a 10-minute misconduct. <laughs> like, unbelievable. So, and how many penalty minutes total? 110, you said? Um, on that one play, like on that one scuffle, there was 50 minutes right there. Well, what about total? In the, the whole, whole game? game was 102. 102, and he got 21 of them. Yeah. So ba- he got 20% basically. 20% of all. And oh. 102 penalties in one game is a lot. Penalty minutes, yeah. Like, absolutely. I mean, if you had 50 penalty minutes on one play. You think about the average penalties, two minutes. <laughs> there was 102. 102. Yeah. Like, the rivalry is alive and well. It is. Um, Did you hear about the backup goalie? 
I did. Or not the backup goalie, the emergency the goalie. The emergency goalie. I looked at his stats. Well, they share it. They share the same emergency goalie. They do, yep. What happens in that situation? Well, whoever needs to go in, that's who he plays for. That's kind of like, remember the guy that went in and played for Chicago and he yes. got a shutout? He could have played for the other team too if the other team's goalie got hurt. But what happens if... If two goalies get hurt, then one of the trainers is putting the pads on. But what... Okay, so if there's a goalie fight, they get ejected. But if there's another goalie fight and they get ejected, the emergency goalie, which team does he play for? I'm who gets, assuming... Who gets dibs? I don't know. That's a good question. Either the home team gets them... Probably the home team. Or the home team gets to choose where they get them. And chances are, if you're picking between him, who's an actual goalie in like a lower league, yeah. versus just putting pads on your trainer guy... I don't got, think you can put it. I don't think you can put a trainer in a game. I think trainers ha- have gone in games before. Really, hundred percent. I think it. I think it should have to be a player. No, it's 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 trainers. I want to see you. They, put, they see take him. someone from behind the bench and <laughs> throw pads on them. I want to see Jared Giordano with some pads on him. <laughs> Get McDavid to take some shots. Oh man, that'd be bad though. It's a weird rule though. It's a weird. Yeah, I don't think goalies should be ejected. What? Why? What would it matter? They don't need to be ejected. Give them a penalty. Have someone else serve it. Like. Like they normally do when goalies get penalties. There's no reason to eject them. It's not like they're close to each other and they're going to go at it again. And if they do, heck yeah. I have a theory that the NHL doesn't want goalies fighting. I have a theory that the NHL doesn't want anyone fighting. If you go on NHL.com, and I'm glad I watched this game live, people. If you go on NHL.com and click on the game recap for this game. It's not in there. It's nine minutes long. This entire sequence is not in the recap. That's unacceptable. It goes from like six minutes left in the second to 12 minutes left in the third. I was like, wait a minute. The whole point of this game is right there, and you didn't show it. Half of the penalty minutes in this 102 penalty minute <laughs> game are not in the replay. Uh, the NHL can try and convince itself that it's not a violent game or that fans don't like violence. Guess what? Do you know why we're sitting here talking about this? <laughs> yes. Because there's violence. Do you know why the fans in the arena were going crazy? Because of the violence. Do you want to know why Twitter was going crazy last night as well? Because of the violence. People like the majority of people like hitting, like fighting, and Man. like violence in the NHL. This is some old Deal school. With it. This is old school hockey. Old school hockey. I loved it. There should be more. This should be a goalie fight every game. <laughs> every game in the NHL, you should get. You should lose points if you don't fight. There you go. If there's no goalie fight. Man, I mean, they would fight goalies. They're the craziest players. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to talk about an article or a blog that Barstool Sports came out with. Okay. It was right after the first game. So I can't imagine how whoever wrote this blog feels about this game. Yeah. So the title was the NBC or the NHL and NBC failed hockey fans last night. So when we first talked about this, we said how hyped this game was going to be, right? Like you knew as soon as he was suspended that next week when he's back, this game is going to be the must watch game. I stayed up for it. I usually don't stay up that late anymore. And I stayed up and watched the entire thing. Okay. So. This is what this is. I want to read a little bit from the article. This is what he says. The problem is the NHL cannot market its product effectively. Last night was the most anticipated random regular season game that I can remember. Mm-hmm. Actual rivals with the Battle of Alberta, two teams that hate hate each other's guts, two teams that are desperately battling for points because a three game winning streak in the Pacific might put you in first, and any sort of losing streak puts you in danger of missing the playoffs. Which is true. It was a monster game, and everyone in oh, I lost my spot. In the hockey world knew it, and yet we got King's Lightning. On NBC? On NBC. That's ridiculous. That was the national game. Is it because TSN holds the rights or Sportsnet holds it's the rights? It's because NBC decided not to show that game. It, it was They made the decision not NBC to show that game. NBC does not like to show Canada versus Canada games because the ratings aren't there. Hmm. 
And then he says for the Kings Lightning game, a last place garbage team versus Ooh. the least charismatic charismatic good team <laughs> from the East while we have a blood feud happening in Edmonton. That game had everything. If I was going to take someone who had never seen a hockey game from West Virginia or Chile and wanted to show them what hockey was all about, show them a game that would make them a fan for life, it would have been that game last night. Perfect hockey game to market to a casual fan. Mega stars, speed, emotion, great fans, violence, skill, competition, and battles all over the ice. It was spectacular. It had a big boxing match type buildup, reality TV type drama. The NHL had a chance to grab the entire sports world for a night when not many other sports were going on, and yet we in America were stuck with Lightning Kings and being forced to stream it illegally. That is, is a failure by the powers that be in the NHL and NBC Sports. And then he goes on to say, like, I'm sure there's a complicated explanation as to why you, you didn't have national TV coverage. But then skipping down, he says it could have been hyped up like Vince McMahon was in charge and then blah, blah, blah. But it should have been on TV. Absolutely, it should have been on TV. How is it not on TV? And like, I can understand if it's like, do you think it's just a, an biased NBC executive? Well, it's not necessarily executive. It's just apparently from what I was reading, the ratings when NBC used to cover Canadian Canadian games weren't good, so they just don't do it anymore. I mean, like we are an American country, we're an American station. We're not interested in showing two Canadian teams playing Canada on our national coverage. Let like, me ask you a question: Does Sportsnet show American versus American teams? Hundred percent. Do they? Oh yeah, they they have so nationally. Many, yeah, because a lot of the Boston games are on Sportsnet, and they're playing American teams. What about when Canadian teams are playing? If there's a Montreal, Ottawa, or Toronto game on, are they going to choose an American versus American if game? If TSN over has that game, they do. TSN? Yeah, because TSN has rights to no, Leaf but games. Just Sportsnet. But if TSN has the game that night. And Sportsnet doesn't have access to it. Right. They show a Bruins game usually, which is a lot of them. And right. that's the national game for Sportsnet. But I don't think Sportsnet is, would ever make the decision to show an American versus American game if a Canadian team is playing, even if it's Ottawa. Maybe not. I don't know. kind of sucking. Or Montreal who's kind of sucking. But I think it would depend on the story too. I think the people at Sport, like, I think they know that Canadian hockey fans are like, Show me the good hockey. And if there's something crazy going like if when Vegas was going on the streak, I think NBC sort or uh, Sportsnet showed all kinds of Vegas that year. Yeah, okay. So I mean if Ottawa was playing LA. I think in general, I think you're right. If if it comes down to a Canadian team or an American team, I think in general they would show the Canadian teams. But I think they're also wise enough to understand the story that if there's a big story going on down yeah. here, we may and so, we have a week to prepare for it. Like it's not like it's not like just the game was on. It was a really good game. And, oh, man, they should have had that game. This game was hyped to crap for a week. I I completely agree. And I'm thinking about another random regular season game that had some hype. And I would say that it would be the first game between the Boston Bruins and the St. Louis Blues since St. Mm-hmm. Louis won the Cup. Yep. If Ottawa was playing L.A. and Boston was playing St. Louis, I would assume that Sportsnet would be intelligent enough to choose the Boston versus St. Louis game. I would think so game. just because I've watched... Like, I, I don't know because I don't know what's going on at the same time. Because I know, like, I've watched Sportsnet games um, where they're playing, where Boston, because they, they must have a partnership with Nesson because they cover a yes. lot of Nesson games. So I've watched Boston play another American teams on, like, Sportsnet 360 or whatever while Montreal or Toronto has been playing because Dad and I will watch and we'll channel flip at the same time. Yeah. So it does happen. It's just, you're right. If it's, it, it's very team specific. You're not going to see Minnesota play. Yeah, like Arizona if, if Toronto Sportsnet. or Montreal is playing Winnipeg, chances are Sportsnet's not showing Boston that night. Yep. 
Yeah, so I agree with you. It depends. Like, I think they're smart enough to look at the situation or the schedule, and then based on the hype building up for each game, they'll... Yeah, regardless of what everything we just said, unacceptable that that game was not on NBC. Yeah. And we saw Lightning versus... And Kings. then that game ends, and you know, hey, wait a minute, we're not done here. Saturday yeah. night, it's coming. And he made a good point. He's People are purpose... or Because of the situation that they've been put in where they can't see the game they want to see, they have to illegally stream the game, which is a huge problem. The NHL is aware of it, and mm-hmm. they hate it. Well, do something about it. Mm-hmm. Show the game that people want to see. And us here in Canada are the same thing. When Rogers took over and said, oh, there's not going to be any more blackouts. You're going to be able to see whatever game yeah. you want to see uh, at yeah. any time. Guess what? We still have blackouts. Yeah. And guess what happens? People still watch games illegally online because of it. Yeah, when when Rogers came in and put that big bid in, you had Nick Kiprios and all them on Hockey Central saying, this is going to be great. We're, we have all the rights, which means we don't need to have blackouts. We're going to cover like 11 games every day. and. Yep. It's going to be great, and then they work out all the details, and nope, blackouts like crazy. Unacceptable. And then we're stuck with Rogers for how long? How how many more years? Nine, eight, something like that. Something crazy. Yeah, I think it was a 12-year deal, was it? It was a long time. Anyway, so the NBC deal's coming up, though. It is. I would have to think the NHL is looking forward to that coming up because... That's there's, big money. There's rumors that ESPN wants into. Oh, really? So they may go to battle over that, and... Maybe ESPN ESPN would do a little bit better of a job because ESPN and TSN up here are kind of like yes. the same. Like TSN is basically borrowing all their stuff, like their sports center, their logos, their music. It's all the same. Yeah. But they have that direct because they're like a parent affiliation somehow. They have the direct access to the TSN people, mm. which could give them an inside because NBC doesn't really have anybody. Like they have Pierre Maguire. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, they've got good people too. Like they got Doc <laughs> and stuff like that. But they do have Doc. Doc's a legend. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I'm all, I actually do like NBC's coverage for the most part. Um, I don't know. It's a it's a tricky dan- dance. That they'll, I like they'll their do. coverage, but maybe beyond that, like maybe the management side of things, maybe they're not necessarily marketing things the right way, yeah. or maybe they're not picking the right games for the schedule or things like that. Like I don't I don't know. We're not down there, so we don't. We're not limited to their. Yeah, I find the way games. that NBC produces games, they use a lot less camera switching. Mm-hmm. The majority of the time, you get the camera that you want, which is the wide, normal mm-hmm. camera. Um, one thing they do more than Sportsnet, TSN, or any other company um, is they use that back camera behind the net on power plays. Or I hate that kills. camera. We talked about that last time. Yeah, and they'll show that for two minutes. A lot of people like that camera, though. I don't mind it. See, for me, I just, I don't like it. I just find it, it's like you're turning your head like this all the time. And it's just, eh, I'd rather just. Yeah, I understand. So anyway, that's all I really have to say about that battle of Alberta. If you missed out on it, you you missed out. They play again, and I know this because I looked at the schedule because of all the research for the video I'm doing. They play again near the end of the season on a Saturday night. I think it's the last Saturday of the season or the second last, but they play again right before the playoffs, when they could potentially meet each other in the playoffs. It's it going to be awesome. It has to be a playoff matchup. Maybe. Like, it would be a disservice to humanity it would. if they don't meet in the playoffs. Yeah, it would be It would be bad. I, as much as I would want to see another Canadian matchup like Calgary versus Vancouver or Edmonton versus Vancouver, that Edmonton-Calgary series has to happen. Like, it just has to. Okay. I hate to admit this, but if you threw me in a room and said, you got to watch Bruins Leafs first round or Edmonton Calgary first round, I'm oh. going to hope the Bruins do well and I'm watching the Calgary game. Absolutely. Because I'm, I just think the hockey is going to be just, you can't miss it. They're, yeah. they're going to be, 
like I can't even explain it. If you have this much hatred in a regular season game, mm-hmm. when you're playing each other every second night or whatever, here's a question for you: Who are you cheering for? I, I don't. I wouldn't cheer for anybody. But you have to. You have to kind of cheer. But for I don't someone. have. I, I would probably pick Edmonton. I would probably. I I like Calgary more. Edmonton's just been down in the dumpster fires too long. I I I would say that I like m- more players on Edmonton, but I like Calgary more as a franchise. Mm-hmm. So I would probably cheer for the player versus the franchise, and I would, that means I would probably cheer for Edmonton. It, and I'd like to see McDavid have. That's some, what some it is. Success. I don't. You don't want to see the best player. Yeah. Constantly losing and losing and losing. Yeah. Like that's that's no good either. And I, also, I'd like to see Mike Smith. Getting a couple more goalie fights. Getting a couple more goalie <laughs> fights and maybe win a Stanley Cup. So we'll see. Okay. Um, What's next? Next on, we're moving on to, okay, right before we started this podcast, I played a clip for Neil. So woes in Buffalo. So I actually got this from Reddit. Um, the Buffalo fans right now are apparently at their wits end. And I, Buffalo's been bad for so long that this just never really crossed my mind. But I guess things in Buffalo are actually getting so bad that the, the team is trying to manage the fans and, like, kind of, like, manipulate how things are going and it's not going over very well. And there was actually this season ticket holder that called in to this radio station. He went on a four-minute rant. It was the most passionate hockey rant I have ever heard in my life. Are you going to play it in this podcast? It's up to you. Do you want to play it? I think you should. All right. So we're going to play it for you now in the podcast. It's about four minutes long. It is a clip from a season ticket holder. Uh, who has been, I think for 15 years, I believe he says in the clip, he's been a season talker for 15 years and he's had it. And we're going to play the clip and then we're going to, we play it before the podcast. So then we'll talk about what we remember of the yeah. clip <laughs> after we get back. So here it is. All right. Uh, 803-0551, 888-550-2550. Those are the numbers. Dwayne is going to lead us off this segment. Hi, Dwayne. Thanks for calling. You're on the air. Hey, thanks, Bulldog. Thanks, guys. Uh, if you just give me a, a few, like a minute here just to, I'll try and organize my thoughts as best I can. I'm just, you know, I've, you know, I've, the 24 years they've been in that arena, I think in some form of capacity, I've been a season ticket holder for about 15 of those years. You know, I started, my first hockey card was Brad May. My first jersey was Pat LaFontaine. I idolized Dominic Hasek. I played goalie because of Dominic Hasek. I, you know, I work for Hasek's foundation now as, as, as a coach. And, you know, I, my life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. You know, I, I, I went to the finals games as a kid with my dad. I watched Jeff Sanderson score with our one arm around Eddie, around Ed Belfour. You know, I have so many yep. great moments to talk about with this hockey team. And, like, I, I, I just – I'm surprised the organization remembered to wish Dominic Kasich a happy birthday today. I'll put it that way. I just it, – it's so mind-boggling how we've fallen this far – and, like, I don't need I, – I, I was cautiously optimistic coming into this season because I wasn't fully expecting playoffs, but I was happy with the way the season started because the competitiveness was there. Last year was misery 100% after the 10-game streak. It was absolute misery because the competitive is the passion was not there. And it's been there. And then they go out and lay an egg last night in front of me. I was, of course, I was at the game. First time I went to a game with my sister, by the way, and she had to sit there through that. And it's just – it's mind-blowing. Like, I, I, I don't need a Jerry Jones type of owner. Like – I need an owner who's going to answer the fans when they misspell names on jerseys and have Chinese knockoffs on alumni. Like, what is going on? Like, what are we doing? 
Like, I don't understand it, man. Like, Bulldog, you, you lived through this. You've seen it. Like, have you ever been, like, have they ever sucked the passion out of you like they have me? I've dedicated my life to hockey because of this team. Like, I can't do it anymore, man. Like, like I'm seriously, for the first time, considering just not being a season ticket holder this year. Like, we're, like I, I, even when the team was terrible, Ted Black would come on the station and talk to fans and address concerns. I don't need the, the, the I don't need a damn camera in front of Terry Pagula every single day. But address their concerns. Be there when, when, when you screw up. Answer for the mistakes. Be accountable. You know, this, like Pella Fontaine had being forced out of the out of the organization. You know, five years ago, how long it was. Like I don't need an explanation, but it's just been mediocrity. It's it's almost worse than the Bills drought. Be, be like like, and you know what? As, as I don't know what people's opinions of the man were, you know, with Russ Brandon. But if Russ Brandon was running the team still, I highly doubt he would have allowed Chinese knockoff jerseys to be worn by Danny Garrett at Turkey Drive. I would have died on the ice, the goathead, missing deadlines. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, what is it? Like, I, 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 don't, I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as this team has over the last, like, five years and just don't hold yourself accountable, go hide in your house in Florida. Like, what is this? Get in front of the camera and at least make us feel that we, that we matter, that we matter to you. Like, I'm sick of it, Bulldog. I'm sick of it. I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. All right, so that's the fan, and there was a couple things he mentioned in there that when I first played the clip or told you about, you were like, ooh, I'm going to read to them now. So he says, um, not only is the on-ice product terrible, it's the off-ice shenanigans that are also unacceptable. Things including misspelling alumni players' names on the back of their jerseys. Alumni? Alumni. Alumni. Alumni, like aluminum foil? Illuminati, alumni. like alumni. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. The you know the Illuminati symbol. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's a freaking conspiracy. The all seeing people. eye. The all seeing eye. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Freemasons, <laughs> alumni. Um, so yeah, alumni. Can you imagine being an alumni and you go in to wear a jersey and your name is spelled wrong? That's extremely disrespectful. How about the fact that your name is spelled wrong and you're also wearing a Chinese knockoff jersey instead of an authentic jersey? I don't understand that. How do they not have access to jerseys so, whenever they want them? There's a picture online. You can look this up if you want to. It has a, a bunch of the alumni, and some of them are wearing like the current logo, and a lot of them are wearing the old Brahma Bull logo, the okay. black jerseys. Yeah, yeah. And they're all fake. Wow. Because the person who made this post on Reddit actually posted what the authentic Brahma Bull. I don't know why I keep calling it the Brahma Bull, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I the know. Brahma Bull. And there's like red on the on the thing up here. Yeah. And yeah. on theirs, it's gray. And it's totally, you can tell it's knockoff jersey. Really? So the owners couldn't even shell out for like 200 bucks to go and buy a real jersey for these guys who are like the former stars of your team. That's ridiculous. You're going online and spending 30 bucks for a knockoff. How does the NHL even let that happen? How does NHL and Adidas even let that happen? Or I know they're not Adidas jerseys, but like those, those throwback jerseys or CCM or whatever. Because it's it's basically under the radar. Like I never knew anything about this until I read about it. I didn't know anything about it till today. So uh, there was another situation where apparently um, they were going to have a deal with Vancouver where they were both going to have or wear their original jerseys in a game. Okay. Buffalo didn't meet the deadline to get that in. Vancouver wore their jerseys. Buffalo wore their regular jerseys. Jeez. So a lot of the hate is being 
sent towards the Peculia family, who owns the team for nine years now. Which we've talked about before being yes, too hands-on with the team. This is not the first time this has come up. So the radio station tweeted out that clip we just played. Yep. And then later that clip or that tweet is gone. So oh, people really? are su- people are assuming they were pressured to take it down by the team because the, no way. the radio station is a premium partner of the team. Oh no way. So are they owned by the same family? They're not owned but they're a premium partner. Wow. So anyway, people are assuming that that's them them trying to control the the That's fan ridiculous. Again. So last week on 31 Thoughts, Elliot Friedman, he actually had a small blurb about Buffalo in it. Oh. And he later went on to the radio station, uh, the same radio station that played that clip, like the day later, and he said he received a lot of criticism that the organization was not happy with what he said. And I'm going to read you what he said. And there's nothing in here that warrants calling Elliot Friedman to tell him, like, you're a jerk face or whatever. Wow. So this is what he said. This is right from the article, quote for quote. We're coming up on nine years since he bought the Sabres, which is Terry Puglia. At the media conference, he promised to spend, which had Sabres fans dancing with joy. He spent on players, coaches, executives, scoutings, everything. They made the playoffs that first season, lo- losing in seven games to Philadelphia. But there have been no playoff berths since then, and the team is 80 games under 500 in that span. That's, wow. That's all he said. And he got a call saying, we're, well, not, we're not happy with that. That Everything he said is factual. But that's this is the example of them trying to control the media. And the caller on the call even says there's no one in that organization talking to fans. Like, there's no reassurance. There's no explanation. There's no plan. He says the owner, once it's over, just goes and lives at his residence in Florida. Wow. Like, Is he making the decisions to tell management to do this? Or is it management? We don't, we don't know. This is just, it's like... They're trying to control the message outside of the hockey and they're not actually like they're kind of silencing people. That's ridiculous. I hope, but they're they're not actually making a message themselves. I hope hope we get a call. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be great. Call us up. I'd love to talk to you in person. Post a post show at gmail.com. Yeah. Send me an email. I'd love to respond. (laughs) But anyway, so I just wanted to bring that up because like I said, Buffalo has, has just seemingly been so bad for so long. I feel so bad for their fans. Yes. It's ridiculous. But apparently it's reaching a boiling point now. And yeah, good. So I, we we're bringing that up so that whoever reads this or, but what can you do? You can't force an owner. We see this in Ottawa. How many people want Melnick on and he's just still there. This is approaching Melnick like situation. Like if, if Buffalo was a Canadian team, it might be at the same level because it would have had more. Buffalo has a football team. Yes. Buffalo Bills. Yes. And they're not that great either, really. Like they're doing better recently, but. If Buffalo had no other team, yes, aka Ottawa, this is this is like they have, there's no fallback. Like all their fans are for one team. Like yeah, and what's funny is the Peculia family actually owns the football team too. Oh God! <laughs> so jeez, I mean, these are billionaires who mm. can't even go out and spend two hundred dollars on NHL shop or go down to their own freaking pro shop in their own arena, take a couple jerseys and put proper. <laughs> Correctly spelled alumni names on the back of the that's, jerseys. That's embarrassing. That is really embarrassing. So oh, I guess Ottawa has the uh, CFL team, the Red Blacks or whatever. True. But still, I mean, CFL versus NFL it's is not, not the, same, the same level. But I mean, you're right. At least there is something else for them there. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. <clears throat> so anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because shout out to Buffalo. We don't really talk about Buffalo. Not great news, but. No, that sucks. All right. 
Topic number three. We're going to get into this. Seattle Kraken. So I'm going to read it, actually, just the first part. So there was a guy named John Hoven. He went on Sirius XM NHL radio, which you listen to. Yes, love that. And uh, he reported that Kraken is the name that has allegedly been decided upon. And so everyone was like, everyone online is like, all right, Seattle Kraken, that's pro. Like, yep, because that's what the majority of people wanted. Yep. And it's a, it's a kind of a love it or hate it name. Yeah. So he said, from everything I've heard, it looks like Seattle Kraken is going to be the name, which is quite surprising, actually. When I was given that information just a couple of days ago, I was a bit, a little bit in shock personally, just because we've been told uh, several times previously that that was not the name they were going for. It looked like they were leaning towards Sockeyes. And then now I guess it's come out that that name has been used in a book by an, or by an author in a book. So actually, the, um, the, the Seattle Sockeyes books are romance novels. What? Of all things. Yeah. So they're, What's a Sockeye? I don't know. So penis? it's by Jamie Davenport, and he was he was actually on ESPN Seattle in 2018. This is what he said about his his name potentially being used in an NHL, or his because he owns the rights to the Sockeyes because that's oh, his that's okay. his book series. He says, "I'd love for Seattle to get an NHL team," and then he goes on to say, "I I have built this brown brand around the Seattle Sockeyes over the last three or four years. So the Seattle Sockeyes are owned by him. Like, or mm-hmm. that's he that's his name." He says, I've got a logo, I've got t-shirts, I've got jerseys, I make a good amount of money off it, and I know how closely the NHL guards its own brands and its trademarks. I'm not trying to profit off this or stop anybody from using the name, I'm just trying to protect my business. Which, as he should. Yeah, so, I think he's right, I think the NHL wants to avoid all legal issues like that, so yep. I do think Seattle Sockeyes is off the table. Well, because even the Golden Knights, that name, there's still controversy with that, I think, yes. because of the military. Well, I think he wanted to be the Black Knights first, didn't he? Or oh, something? the Black Knights, that's what it was. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, something like that. But it was owned by like a junior team or yeah. an NHL team or something like that. So the NHL Seattle Twitter account came out after all those rumors came out. And this is what they said. And this is what got me thinking that maybe the Kraken is not going to be the name. Oh, really? The way I read this was maybe they're throwing some smoke screen here. Okay. So this is what it says. It says, while we're aware of some fishy rumors surrounding our team name, please rest assured that we're doing our due diligence by scouring the depths of the ocean, the tallest mountains, and the densest parts of the forest to find the right name for, for our great green city. I don't think they would have said anything fishy or anything like that. What do you I, mean? I think this tweet... Confirmed Sockeyes? No, I think it. if you read it in a way, it would confirm that, hey, the Kraken is a name we're considering. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they would want that information out at all. So I, I think they would stay clear away from that if they were going to make something. I'm like surprised. To be honest, I'm surprised they even tweeted anything. And then the um, the actual company released a statement later too, and they said at NHL Seattle. This is like a more corporate thing. Mm-hmm. They said at NHL Seattle, we are thrilled by the growing excitement about our team, and we can't wait to share every detail with our fans. However, we will not be commenting on any rumors. Please check our social channels for more updates. See, that's. The kind of response I originally expected. Yes. Which would make me think like, hey, maybe it is going to be cracking. But then when you get that first tweet coming out from the actual team saying, we've heard about the fishy rumors or whatever. Yeah, but see, I I can see some, maybe some fishy, how you're thinking fishy or whatever. But it says, scouring the depths of the ocean, the tallest mountains. Like, we're talking about a big creature here. But the that's, Kraken. But that's what I mean. But And because they're saying that, I think it's a smokescreen. I think they're oh. taking your attention there. Because that's not the name. Okay. If it was the name, they're not going to bring more attention to it. Because mm. I think this tweet brings attention to the Kraken name. I thought that maybe they were laying a little bit hint that, yeah, it is a Kraken, but we can't but technically see it. See, I it. can't see them laying a hint. I think that reveal is going to be a big deal to them, and I there's no way they want that to get out early. So it's probably not going to be the Sockeyes. 
and I if can't you're right, see it being sockeye. If you're right, then it's probably not going to be the Kraken. I want it to be Kraken. So do I. But I'm just questioning that first tweet now. If it's the Metropolitans, I'm going to be so pissed. If if the first or if the second tweet came out with the corporate statement, I would 100 percent be like, "Yep, it's Kraken." Yeah. But now that they just made that, like, I don't know, maybe they're just trying to be clever with it, and maybe they're throwing a smoke screen, like a double smoke screen, by making me think this way. Like reverse reverse like, psychology. Re- like a reverse reverse <laughs> psychology. Maybe. So I don't know. So what do you think? Do you think it's going to be the name? I think it has to be the name. There's no other name out there that that. Like think about the just the marketing opportunities alone. Mm-hmm. The T-shirts, the logo. You have so much flexibility with an amazing logo, secondary logos, tertiary logos. The colors. You could do whatever you want with colors. You'll probably get green and blue in there, obviously. But you could bring you Liam could, Neeson in and be like, "Release the Kraken." Exactly. That would be pro. You could he use came his into voice. That you could think about the mascot, the big thing that could come down from the ice <laughs> that they yeah. skate through. There's the the like the the saying these the audible things you could use the sound like the, effects like, like the, the waves or the the, uh, the, the visual lasers on the ice that create, create those like fake images yeah. you can have like busting through the rink and oh yeah like it, if it's metropolitans I'm gonna be like man what is that you can't name a team the same name as a division <laughs> like unacceptable what if so. it's something just like totally out of left field and it's just stupid like the white tables the white like, tables. like obviously not the white tables I'm looking at a white table right now but what if it's just like like, if you think about it, like Golden Knights, that's not really a great name. So if it was like the Seattle Falcons or something, just a random animal. Yeah, like Seattle Falcons sounds normal to us because it's been out for so long. But if you were like Falcons, like, that's mm. kind of weird. Like, like Bruins, like Bruins is kind of weird. Like, like the Seattle River. If you actually analyze team names, most of them are stupid. Yeah, they are stupid. What about the Seattle River Ducks? <laughs> River Ducks would be pro. I want to say I, that I can't doesn't swear. really. In terms of an instilling fear upon your opponent, I take a Kraken over a river duck. Yeah. Did you see the fake one that's going around there? No. Of what they should call it? Oh, is it like an inappropriate word? It is. I want to say, can I, I can't say it because. Probably shouldn't say it. You have to believe it. And I don't want to make you do that in post. But yeah. It starts with B. Yeah. And then P. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I um, mean, I think the B word is acceptable to say. That's not that bad. I don't know if you can say it. I don't know. There are certain words you can't say on iTunes. Okay. Let's like not say the it, S then. word you can't say. On yeah, iTunes. I know S you can't say, F you can't say. Yeah. But they say the B word on radio now. That's true. Okay. Basically the B pigeons. The the biatch pigeons. Yeah, the biatch pigeons. <laughs> That's a pro name though. It is. Like, a pro clearly name. you can't use it, but it's amazing. It is. <laughs> so anyway, we'll move on from that. Uh, my topic number four, I have Alex Ovechkin is now the eighth highest time goal scorer in league history. So he just passed um, Mark Messier, who had 694, mm-hmm. and also Steve Eisman had 692. So he passed two people real close together. Um, he's still 199 goals behind Gracie, which is crazy. And then he's got... Um, That's not that many, though. It's not, but he's not... He's great, man. Like He's hey, not slowing down yet. He gets close to 50 every year. That's just it. That's though. four years. That's El- only four years. Elliot Friedman thinks he's going to do it. I think he's going to do it too. I don't know if he's going to do it or not. He's got to do it. I think he'll get close. He's got to do it. Dude, two hundred goals is still a lot. Avechkin, think about the the passion and and just obsession that he has with hockey. He's already won a cup. He's he was obsessed with it. Think about he he won't give up. He's in good shape. He'll play until he's in his forties until he breaks this. I know he will. He's going to do it. Personal guarantee. Even if he doesn't, he's still the greatest scorer. I yeah. He's, because Gretzky played in an area where goalies didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> exactly. Like no offense, but like if you watch old highlights <laughs> of hockey, 
it's pretty bad. They're just flopping around. They're just like, hey, and he's just like, oh, like, yeah, it's yeah. nothing <laughs> like it is now. So he's got Mike Gardner, Phil Esposito, Marcel Dion, Brett Hall, Yarmer Yager, Gordy Howe, and Wayne Gretzky above him. So there's only two active players. I was going to ask you this as a trivia, but it's too Ooh. late now. Wait, oh, uh, in the top 50 right now, there's only two active oh, players. Yeah. Um, Alex Ovechkin, who is eighth right now with 695, and Patrick Marlowe, who is tied for 25th at 561. Mm-hmm. Everyone else in the top 50 is retired. What about Joe Thornton? Joe Thornton's not in the top 50. He's not? No, nope. Sidney Crosby, I think, was in third with like at 56 or 57 ah, or something okay. like that. Hmm. Right. Um, okay, we'll get into this Tyler Sagan situation. This is so confusing. So, this, when I first made these notes yesterday, it seemed like this was going to be a big deal. And today it turns out it's not a big deal. Oh. Or is it? Oh. We'll get into that. Okay. Okay. So during the warm up yesterday when um, Dallas was playing New Jersey, it was noticed online that Tyler Sagan did not have an A right mm-hmm. here. The alternate captain had been stripped, or so it had seemed. So people online were like losing it and posting memes of like Sagan gifts and like. Yeah. It was just, people were pissed. So after the game, Sagan said that. The four A's will now be alternated between him, Klingberg, Como, and Lindell. Mm-hmm. And then later he said that he will wear the A at home with Lindell, and Klingberg and Como will wear it on the road. Here's my question I have for you. Is this the coaching staff sending a message to Sagan that his performance hasn't been good enough, or is this a legitimate expanded leadership group? Uh, I think maybe... Wait, before you say anything, okay. I'm going to read you Sagan's stats. A little bit of Sagan's stats. All right. So this is his stats for January. 10 games played. He played every game. Yeah. Zero goals, five assists, 31 shots. Hmm. Averaging about 19 minutes a game. Okay. Which is three hours and nine minutes and 33 seconds that he did not Dang. score a goal. Okay. That's a lot of hockey. Paid that much money. One of the star players of the team. No goals. Five assists. What's he paid? Like 9.85? It's I almost 10, I think, isn't it? Yeah. It's pretty sure it's 9.85 average a million. Average uh, per year. So, for the season stats, he's 51 games played. He's played every game. Yeah. 11 goals, 26 assists. Yeah, that's bad. And he has a career low of 6.2 shooting percentage. That's not great. So, he's having his worst year goal offensively. And the team is doing not bad this year. Think about how well they would do if he was on the ball. So, that so when you look at those stats, like, you can say, like, here's, here's, my, here's a general question for you before you answer this question. If you are a team and you create an expanded leadership group, you're still stripping the A from someone who had it permanently. Yes. So it's still, in a way, a demotion for that player. It's a pretty big slap You're, you're basically the face. saying you're no longer good enough to have it all the time, but you're still good enough to have it half the time. So back to the question, is this a legit, or maybe it's a bit of both. I don't know. I'll let you answer it. Do you think that they're sending a message to Sagan here, or do you think this is actually them just... Like, do they need an expanded leadership group? Like, I don't know. Uh, I would say yes. I, I'm kind of on the f- on the. It makes sense from both scenarios. Mm-hmm. So I it's a think, little bit of both. I think it's a little bit of both. I think they're they are sending a message. I mean, Tyler Sagan isn't isn't uh, innocent in other things as well. When he played for the Boston Bruins, he was a, he was a healthy scratch once because he missed a team breakfast. Mm-hmm. There are s- certain people who say that he's a bit of a party animal. Mm-hmm. He's he, he just posted a, a, his brand new Ford GT on his. Yeah, like he's a online. bit of a he's he's a bit of a playboy. Let me so. ask you this: If Sagan was smoking it this year, do you think this happens? No, absolutely not. So this has to be a demotion. It though. has to be a demotion. There's no way. It's such a slap in the face. He's paid nine point eight five million or whatever it is per season. 
you don't take an A off someone who you see. That's what I mean. I they was, just signed into the contract. I was with you. I was on the fence. Like maybe it's a bit of both. But then I looked at it from that way. I said, wait a minute. If he was actually playing really good, would they still do this? Because if they would, then it's legitimate. But I'm with you. If if he was if he had 30 goals and you know 60 assists or like maybe he was just having a monster year, I can't see them taking the A off him and saying we're just it's not a demotion. We're just expanding our leadership group. See, it's it's complicated because there's a coaching change in Dallas this year, and it's the coach making this change 100. percent So if Jim Montgomery was still the coach, I'm thinking probably would this still happen. I'm thinking probably probably not. not. So the new coach wants to send a message, maybe. So yeah, I'm kind of thinking that maybe this is a bit of a you know wake up. We went from no announcement at all being made, so fans weren't sure right. why it was happening, to them like you know like people being upset and like why is this happening why are you doing this why are you treating like the, your stars so badly because a lot of people think that dallas because you've had the owners come out and speak bad about sagan yes. and ben so just like why are you treating this guy so bad and until after the game sagan makes those comments and everyone's like oh okay well that was mm-hmm. much ado about nothing but then when you break it down to wait a minute if he was actually playing better would they have done this and you come to the conclusions that no mm-hmm. that yeah there is something here it's not necessarily just expanding the leadership group like maybe they are a little bit they but did. I still think this is this is sending a message to Sagan saying we're yeah. paying you a lot of money. You're one of the star players on the team. It's not good enough. Yeah, absolutely. And they they didn't say anything about it because they have the excuse of, uh, yeah, it's just a, we're just expanding our leadership group. Like they they can just say that and yeah. it'd be okay. So, and I mean, we can question them all they want. They're not going to say anything other than we're just expanding our yeah. leadership group, regardless but of what the truth is. They didn't say anything. Just that your yeah. warm ups are happening and Sagan doesn't have an A on them. Yeah. I mean, people are going to notice that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, talk real quickly about the Thomas Hurdle injury in San Jose. Man, it sucks when you see a player at the All-Star game and then you you see him get injured. I can't remember. This did happen to someone else. I can't. I don't think it was last year. I don't think it was even the year before that. But sometime in the past five years, there was a, a, a major injury from an All-Star or a, per, a player that was at the All-Star game right after the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like San Jose's doing anything this year. We no. know that. So it's not... You know, it's not uh, team changing really for the year, for the season, for the Sharks. But still, this sucks. This is a serious injury. Yeah, he's having uh, surgery tomorrow on Monday to repair an ACL and MCL and will be out the remainder of the se- season. Uh, he was injured in the first period of the San Jose-Vancouver game Wednesday. And San Jose, like we said, they're 11 points of a wild card team. They are not coming back. They no. are done. What do they need to do next season? Oh. I I don't know. I mean, Thornton's getting older. You got Marlowe, who's pretty old. Yep. Uh, you sent away Pavelski. Is it time for a retool? I can't see them trading away LeBanc and Timo Meyer, And, I mean, they have some other players who they could trade and stuff. But, I mean, Brendan Dillon's in the rumors now. He, he might go to Toronto. So the, the team overall has generally not changed that much. So maybe it is time for a bit of a drastic change we did see a, a little bit of tra- uh, change with you know he sent out uh dylan DeMello and you brought in eric carlson and he sent out a couple of other people in that trade as well and stuff i, I don't know i don't it, it's it's a team that on paper is better than this mm-hmm. so i'm going to consider this year to be a bit of an, an anomaly this year out there is so crazy in that western conference it's it doesn't make sense no it's so weird it, you would have to think it makes a gm's job hard too because it has to be extremely difficult. Like, how do you and how think, do you plan and how do you manage when everything is just up in the air all the time? I think they just ex- extended their GM as well. 
I don't know. I think maybe last year. I don't know. I think you just you, you just can't you just count this year as a learning experience, and then you come back because you you know you have the players to do damage because the team has generally yeah. not changed. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like Tampa, like it's it's there's a switch. There's, it's a mental switch that you yeah. need, that you can need to flick. So flick it mm-hmm. and get her done. Okay. Let's switch over to your notes and we'll finish off with mine because you have some other player-related notes, so we may as well just kind of stay on that vibe. All right, sounds good. So basically, the only thing that I think you didn't have that I had was the Kapanen, uh thing. He was a healthy scratch last night in, against uh, mm-hmm. the Ottawa Senators. And the reason was internal accountability. Internal accountability. So what does that mean? Is Means, it the Tyler Sagan thing where he missed like a team breakfast and he was <clears> scratched? It, I would say he missed something, yeah. Or he was late for something yes. or he... He's supposed to show up he at the was arena being two hours mature, before. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's mostly a time management thing, I would have to think. So apparently he's going to address the media and explain it on Monday. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen at team practice or I think it's what, going, yeah, I don't know. He's going to, it's going to be addressed by Kapanen yeah. directly, apparently. So we'll keep our eye on that. Um, There's rumors out there that the Bruins... I never heard this. Maybe should shop David Krejci. This is interesting to me. And this is a long-term player, or this is a player that's played long-term on the same team. Uh, he's got one year left in his contract. He still has some value. Now, if you look at the Boston Bruins lineup and you consider all of the players on the team and who is most injury-prone, I can't see anyone choosing anyone else but David Krejci because he has had a lot of injuries mm-hmm. over the past 10 I, years. I've had an on-and-off like for Krejci, like I generally like him. Like in terms of a person and a player, he's super good guy. But some, sometimes he goes on streaks where he's not doing a whole lot, and sometimes he's yeah. like a playmaker. But the biggest problem I see for that second line that he's on is he needs another winger that will actually do something, mm-hmm. and that's the void they need to fill. They don't have the money to do that. I don't see how trading Krejci necessarily fills that void. There's been some inconsistency from uh, outside the top line. Yeah, like DeBrusque hasn't. Lived up to the hype that he was going to have. Like, no, I don't, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's mental. I don't know if he's dealing with personal issues. Maybe he's just not getting along with people on the team. Uh, I can't imagine it's uh, like a health thing. Like he's out of I th- shape. I or think anything it's like no. That. I think it's just he's just he has the skill. We know he has the skill. So what's the reason? It's kind of like Charlie McAvoy still hasn't got a goal yet. Oh really? I didn't know that. <laughs> like Toronto brings up their guy from junior Sandine or from or Sandine, he gets a goal within his first couple of games. <laughs> Charlie McAvoy's been there all season, still doesn't have a goal yet. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Victor Mete, who's been <laughs> in the league for, I think, three years now, just scored his first goal this year. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so I'll, anyway, I don't I don't see how... Like, Krejci is worth a little bit of money. Like, yeah, depending on how much you have to eat of the salary, you, you could free up some room to get someone, but like, you're, you're still bringing up one of those young guys to fill a center role, and if you're potentially looking for a winger to play in there, like... Because that's the that's what you need to have addressed. I think you need to have DeBrus, you need to have him getting going, and then someone else on the other mm-hmm. wing that's actually doing something. So, okay, well, let me, let me. this is a good segue into the, the next topic I have, which is Kovalchuk. If you got rid of uh, David Krejci, maybe you just, you, you're not taking anything back other than uh, than picks or something. Maybe you have to retain a little bit of the salary. Maybe you have to retain $1.5 million or $2 million or something like that. That frees up. Let's say you trade him and you have 4.5 to, to work with. 4.5 to work with. And you trade for Kovalchuk, who's at 700K, which means you're down to 3.8 million. You can still probably bring in another player for 3.8 million who would be pretty valuable. And I would make the argument that right now, the Kovalchuk right now 
is playing better than the David Krejci on Boston. Mm-hmm. So you're getting a seven hundred thousand dollar. Do you player. think Kovalchuk wants to be in in Montreal? I think he does. Or do you think he's just looking no, to I think showcase he does. himself? And I think Montreal wants to retain him, yeah. regardless if 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 Kovalchuk stays in Montreal or if he gets traded. I still think that Kovalchuk. Either way, signs in Montreal next year. They love him, and he loves Montreal. Are you surprised by how well he's played? Extremely surprised. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> like, when we first talked about it, this was weeks ago now, like yeah. months ago, <clears throat> I said, I wouldn't do it necessarily, but it's a no-lose situation. You're literally paying $700,000, which is nothing to these guys, yeah, just to take a chance on a guy, and he's freaking playing awesome. He is. Do you want to know why? I think it's because of um, uh, maturity, no, no, not maturity, but... If you look at the average age of Montreal, it's an extremely young team. Yeah. One of the youngest teams in the, in the NHL. Yeah. Well, look at LA where he just was. Yeah. It's a pretty old team. Yeah. He's, he's surrounded by so much youth. Yeah. I think it makes him feel a bit yeah. younger. He's, he's, a, he's a crowd favorite now. He is a crowd favorite. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Seriously. He is. No, I know. Yeah, it reminds me when Kovalev came to Montreal. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. And I'll say, if you, they're, as young as that team is and as high energy as that team is, as fast as that team is, Kovalchuk is keeping pace with those young mm-hmm. kids. I'm okay with it. Yeah. It's, sign him. It's really surprising. Now, don't me. sign him for five or six million. It's been really surprising. Sign him for two million or something yeah. like that. But, uh, yeah, I would really like to see Kovalchuk long term. Well, I mean, long term is relative. <laughs> yeah. But long term as in three yeah, years. Yeah, stick around for a couple more years. <laughs> yep. Um, that's kind of basically all I have as far as player okay. stuff. Um, I want to jump back into my. Uh, we have NHL released their top selling jerseys so far for the 2019 2020 season. Mm. Now, side note, this is only on American sales because it's NHL.com's okay. American side. Mm-hmm. So, number one, Sidney Crosby. Sure. Mm-hmm. Number two, Vladimir Tarasenko. Kind of surprising. Uh, doesn't surprise me. They won the, they won the See, cup. And I, I understand that. But still, everyone's, I, I'm surprised by everyone's that. Everyone's rushing out to get those jerseys after that cup win. If you could have one jersey, is that the player you'd have from that team? No, no, don't. I'm not. Ta- you can't take Allen. Okay, no, uh, O'Reilly. Yeah, see, I think I would take an O'Reilly Absolutely. jersey too. O'Reilly's cool. I, I'm out. down with the O'Reilly. I'm still looking for a white Adidas St. Louis Blues jersey. You can't buy them online; they're sold out. You can't buy them on NHLShop.ca. You can't buy them on Lids.ca or .com. You can't yeah. buy them on Dicks. You can't buy them on Cool Hockey. You can't buy them buy them on Neil is going to go on a white jersey rant every week until they're back in stock i'm serious it's been the last white jersey from the st louis blues that i saw on sale was by i believe dicks it was a it was a tarasenko jersey actually Mm -hmm. and it was sold out days after they won the cup there has not been a white st louis blues jersey listed anywhere online and i'm talking about illegal jerseys i'm talking about legal adidas jerseys Mm -hmm. Official Adidas. We're not jerseys. talking Buffalo Sabres yeah, management here. We're exactly. talking legitimate. How do you know? It's been how many months has it been? Eight, nine months. How oh, wow. have you not made more jerseys? It doesn't make any sense. They don't want you to have a white jersey. Why? Because they want everyone in the crowd to match. I want to give them my, them my money. <laughs> how do you have this marketing opportunity in front of you and say, "Nah, we don't really want that money"? What? What are you talking about? Make white jerseys. And make St. Louis Blues white jerseys. I think you can probably maybe buy them in the NHL or the St. Louis Blues official shop probably yeah, like in the, the arena. Pro shop in the arena. Probably the only place And they're them. probably $350 American or something ridiculous. Yeah. And number one, I ain't driving to St. Louis. No offense, St. Louis. And number two, I ain't paying $350 hmm. just because there's seven made in the whole world that yeah. aren't sold yet. Yeah. So make more. 
You're good? I'm good. I don't, <laughs> okay. I don't even know what we're talking we're about. We're talking about oh. top selling jerseys. Okay, right. so, so Crosby, Tarasenko. Number three, Alex Ovechkin. Yeah, sure. that's not a surprise. Connor McDavid, sure. Patrice Bergeron, kind of surprising, but I guess this is the American site, so maybe mm-hmm. not. Um, Austin Matthews. Marc-Andre Fleury still getting some love. He's number seven. Tyler Sagan, number eight. That's, you know, after uh, all the, after yeah. the year he's having, still has the eighth most sold jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Kane, nine, and Jamie Bennett, ten. So two stars finished in the top I'm ten there. I'm surprised Mitch Marner's not on here. It's probably because it's an American thing. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I forgot you said that. Yeah. Like, if this if this was a Canadian list or a mixed list, I think there would be some different things. Like, I don't think Tarasenko would be number two if they went into... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you, well, you got last year's here, I have too. last year's just for comparison. So, um, Vladimir Tarasenko last year was eight. Mm. So, even... Man, Jordan Bending, Jordan Bending is number seven. Jordan Bending had the seventh most sold jersey last year. See, that's what happens when you win a cup. Yeah, so that makes sense. But then the year after... Tarasenko's still taking that love. And they, yeah. and they get a, a chunk of that change, chunk of that cheddar. So I see value in this list, but at the same time, I don't see any value in this list because when Adidas makes these jerseys, and whether they're lettered and numbered by Adidas or by stores, who are these stores going to put on the jerseys? Are they going to put some middle-tier player or are they going to put the superstar? So True. if they have the shelves stocked with Tarasenko jerseys because he's the, the best player on the team or the most excitable player, the player that most people want. If someone comes in, wants a St. Louis Blues jersey, but all they have is Tarasenko, we're like, okay, yeah, Tarasenko's okay. I'll probably buy that. That's a good point. It doesn't mean that. that people want Tarasenko jerseys. All so right, that's so all say, that's available. Say you can't go and buy a jersey with a name on it. Say that's not a thing. All jerseys you order have to be bought online, and okay. when you pick the jersey, you get to pick the name. Yeah. So the pull-down menu comes up. It has every player on that team. You get to pick someone. Yeah. Do you think this list looks the same way? Oh, definitely not. Yeah, I'm with no, you. No, definitely not. It would be totally That was different. a good point. I never actually thought about that. <clears throat> Thank you. Because, I mean, if the team decides, hey, we're just going to have Tarasenko jerseys to make it yeah. easy for supply. Exactly. Then Ryan Riley's like, hey, man, I want a chunk of that cheddar, but I can't have it because the team's not. If you go to Pro Hockey Life and you go to jerseys, um, some teams you can just buy blanks for. But some teams, like Edmonton. You can only buy, like, the only name jersey on there is Connor McDavid. Mm-hmm. Toronto, Austin Matthews. Montreal, Carey Price. There's no other players available. So if you go to these sites and you want a, a, a player on the back, you don't want a blank jersey, well, you're forced into buying some of these players. So that's why there's not much value in this list. So I believe our boy Kale. Yes. VSP Hockey. Yep. He buys all his jerseys blank, right? Most of his jo- jerseys are bought blank, and then he sends them away. He sends them away to have them custom yes. put the name on. That's what I would like to start doing. Yeah. like he, I don't think he, there's anywhere local around here to do so it. So that's that's impressive. That's pro. That's dedication. That is serious dedication. Yeah. So he's not contributing to this list. He's Sh- buying blanks. Shout out to, to VSP Hockey on YouTube. Doing it right. If you're in VSP New Jersey. VSP Hockey has invested more than the <laughs> Buffalo Sabres did for their alumni. Legitimately. <laughs> so, KL, you should feel good about yourself. Yeah. Okay, so we're pretty much winding down here on the podcast. I have two last little things. I want to talk about Discord update real quick. I'm oh, going yeah. to go super quick because I know a lot of people listening. So I don't think it's a surprise that I haven't been putting much effort into the Discord lately. Probably you as well. Do you want to explain what Discord is? So Discord is the chat server we have set up. If you go on your phone and you go to download, it's going to say a gamer's chat thing. But there are so many more people and companies and organizations using it. It's like the de facto chat program now. If you're a gamer and you want to talk games, hey, we've got a chat <laughs> I mean, for sure, that there's in a our game Discord. chat in there. But most people are in there talking about hockey. <laughs> yeah. So we have a bot. I started working on it like two years ago. It's been running for two and a half years now. It's amazing. Um, when I was actively developing it, it was actually keeping up with the times, I think. Like I, we were doing things that no one else was doing. 
Yeah. Then come last spring, I shut her all down. I haven't <laughs> touched it since because I think I just was putting too much on my plate at once. Absolutely. And I was, I was being overwhelmed by how much work there was to do. So last night I got everything set up on my computer. I formatted it. We're all set up. So I'm going to start working on the bot again a little bit. Awesome. Um, I'm not going to go crazy this time. Um, I do want to make some changes to our discord to make it easier for new people to get in because we came up with this thing called verified because when we very first put our discord up, people were smurfing other people's names and trying yeah. to get, cause we have a community, right? And like people know their names cause people have been around for a while now. And so you'd have people that were smurfing other people's names and trying to give them a bad rap. And there was just, it was like nightly yeah. things going on. And I just said, you know what? It was nightmare. So we came up with a way to make it. So you pick a name and you can't change your name. Um, what I'm finding from after looking at this for about two years now is there are people that join that want to talk hockey that aren't really tech inclined. Mm-hmm. And like, I know if you would have gone on our discord and you weren't who you are, if you were just a random, you probably would have said, I ain't got time for this. I ain't got time for that. And I would probably <laughs> do the same thing. It's too, like you watch people come in, try to get verified and they, it doesn't work and they try again. And they like, there's just been so many situations where people aren't getting that name registered. Right. And we have, most of our stuff is tied behind it. Like if you just want to talk hockey, you don't have to register that name. But if you want to be on our prediction system or if you want to use bot commands, if mm. you want to do, you, you have to have it. Which are all the cool things. Yes. So I want to make it more streamlined to how to, had to get verified. And we actually added a thing like last year, I think, where you have to tie your phone number in to prevent Smurf accounts. Yep. So that's actually called verifying on Discord. So it's kind of confusing because now there's two things called uh. verified. So Discord says, Hey, you need to verify your phone number to be able to join the server. And then we're also saying you need to verify a name. Right. But for someone who doesn't know what discord is, that's confusing. Yes. So I think we'll change the name of that to something else, like maybe like a registered name or whatever. But I'll, I'm thinking about maybe making it. So as soon as you pop in, you can only see one chat room and it's just a blank template message that has a video that you and I will film that says, this is how you do it. And it's not going to be typing bot commands anymore. We'll make you press a button It'll ask you for your new name and it'll explain it. And it's just super simple. All right. So everybody good. that joins from now on will have to do it, but they won't be able to do anything else until it's done. Okay. So it's just super simple. Once you do it, it's over. Mm. And that way it'll make it so people they can get in. Cause I've seen so many people join, try to verify. They can't verify or they can't figure it out. It's not that complicated, but if you're, if you're not used to like bot commands or like, you know, just chat commands or DOS commands or whatever. Yeah. It can be confusing. If you're like a six year old dude and you're not really tech inclined, <laughs> like, I just want to talk hockey or I just want to do this prediction system. Like, so I want to make that easier. Um, and then I think we're just going to look at everything to see how things are working. Like it's, it's been running pretty fine. There's been no issues. There's been no complaints. There's been no trouble. I think everyone's getting along. Yeah. Someone asked a question this morning, actually about, about the, the score, the leader, or wanted to see their point. So when I was working on this huge update, the, I was going to expand the prediction <laughs> system. There was going to be a leaderboard for like points based on that. There was going to be a leaderboard for total points earned, like not counting the squish. There was going to be a po- like for wins, like there's going to be four different categories of games going on in the one prediction system. Yeah. And then I just, I couldn't do it. And I said, <laughs> no, I'm not working on anything. And I just put the old system back up. So yes, we are going to try to fix that. Do you know how many predictions there were last season? We Wasn't did like 40,000 or something uh, ridiculous. I think it was like 56,000 or something like that. Yeah. So 50 like some. if you're not aware, if you like to make predictions and there's no prize. But if you like to make predictions and you just have, you get a fun. cool colored name. You get a cool colored name. Uh, like JP's been rocking a yellow name for a, like a, almost a year now. Yeah, there are, there are a hundred like there are hundreds of people who predict in our, in our Discord, and it's it's a fun little thing. Mm-hmm. It's easy to do. You just click and, buttons, and, and the that's actually for the people. This, that's a good example. So 
the original prediction system you had to actually type predict in the team name. Which seems archaic at this and point. And now you click. That's what I want to do with everything. Okay. So I want everything to be super easy. Like when I want to get verified, you click a button, you type your name, and you're done. And then all the rest of the channels all of a sudden appear. Mm. And the other change I'm going to make is for our mods. Um, I'm going to be removing all the bot commands or at least disabling them. That's the that's the goal. And then there's actually a link you click on if you're on your phone or on your computer. A web page comes up and you can just click, 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 and you're done. Heck yeah. So no more trying to remember stuff. No more. That's my This problem. doesn't work. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to make everything easier. Um, also last year I was talking about how we're going to make like a stats server and be able to like look up pro stats. Right. That idea is done. Like, I, that's on the back burner. Maybe yeah. someday. Too much work. That's, that's, I was trying to do both at the same time and it's just too much. So, yeah. especially not now since you're working on the podcast. And yeah. Stuff. So, I'm that the idea is on the set. So we're trying to, we're just going to try to improve the discord. Um, things are going really well. If you're not in it, you should check it out. Yeah. Um, you and if you are in it, just expect some changes coming and Neil and I are going to talk about a bunch of stuff and we'll. Yeah. If you have any feedback, feel free to leave. We actually do have a feedback channel on yeah. discord where if you like, you have suggestions or something and there's just going to be things that just aren't possible. Um, but that doesn't mean that we don't want to hear some of your suggestions. So if you mm-hmm. have any ideas or anything like that, just let us know. And like some of the feedback channels are supposed to be for feedback only. And, we were we were doing a real good job at first, but now people are using like bot commands, like they're checking how to see how many fans are yeah. of each team. <laughs> um, we're going to be restricting what bot stuff can be used in what channel. So mm-hmm. if you try to use something in the in the feedback channel, it won't work. So just just a bunch of like quality of life updates for Discord. Yeah. And if you're like in a, a YouTube only watcher and you you have any video suggestions or anything like that, and you leave a comment, um, truthfully, I don't get. I, I'm too busy to read all the comments now, unfortunately. But uh, if you do have a suggestion. Pop into Discord and leave it in the YouTube. The YouTube uh, same goes channel. for the podcast. If you have ideas for the podcast, yeah, like throw I'll, them in there. I will see it there. If yeah. you post it there, I will see it. Yeah. Uh, if you message me on um, Instagram, like the post to post Instagram, I'll probably get back to you. If you message, try to message me on my personal Instagram, I'm not gonna accept it. That's my personal Instagram. I didn't. If you want to talk to me about hockey or whatever, use the post to post Instagram um, or Twitter or something like that. So, I, email is just crazy. There's so many emails that come in, I can't keep up. So, if you do want to get my attention, Discord's probably the place to do it. Okay. So well, that's enough talking about Discord. Join the Discord. <laughs> Think about joining it. Shout out to all the loyal Shout out to the people who are in it. There's been people there. They've been there since the start. Yeah. They're still in there. You guys are awesome. The loyal Discord. And we're gonna try. Like I said, if you have feedback for, and it, it that actually that goes for them too. If they have ideas to make the Discord better, holler at us. Because I'm not. In, I'm not in any other hockey Discords. Like I don't. Me either. I don't pay attention to that. So maybe the other discords are doing some cool stuff. Maybe you'd like to see yeah. a variation of that. Like I know when I was working on the bot, I was trying to stay ahead of everyone, even though I didn't know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And then I just for half a year or more than half a year now, I've been totally neglecting it. So I'm going to, like I said, we'll just get into that a little bit and try to modernize and just make things easy for me. And the, like Twitter can be pretty toxic. Twitter is super toxic. But in the past year and a half, uh, our discord has been an extremely safe place to talk hockey. Mm-hmm. And even debate hockey, uh, we were pretty strict on, like, there's, we don't allow bullying or anything like that. Like, our last message in our mod chat was on Christmas Eve when I was wishing everyone a, like, there's literally been nothing. Yeah, there's been, people have been really great. So, it's a really safe place to to talk hockey. It's, people have made friends and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. um, we're we're really proud of, of the community on Discord. Okay. The last topic I have, and then we'll close this podcast out, is episode 100 is coming. Winter is coming. 100 is coming. <laughs> and I have a beef with the date for a 100. Yeah, it's a it's a bit of an issue. So, without getting into anything, we have a we have potentially two visitors coming the weekend of February 28th. Well, I think we already said both of them. Okay, so Joey, Joey Joey I think is for sure coming up. 
Yeah, the last weekend in February, something like that. Yeah, and and Brent's coming, and it obviously it depends on weather. Like both people have to drive significant, like you know, four hours. So if if it's storming, obviously they won't come. But yeah, so potentially, if we could have a four person roundtable for episode one hundred, we don't have mics for that. <laughs> we'll figure something out. <laughs> but I mean, a one hundredth episode is a pretty big milestone yeah. episode. So it'd be nice to do something a little bit extra. And having yeah. a couple extra guests would be cool. It would be cool. So the, the problem is, and you can go over the dates right now. Uh, today's the 2nd of February, which is episode 98, mm-hmm. which means the 9th, which is next Sunday, would be episode 99, mm-hmm. which means episode 100 would fall on February 7th, 16th, sorry. Which is two weeks before everyone's coming. Which is, uh, what was it? Yeah, which is two weeks before everyone's coming. I'm going home the weekend, and by home I mean Prince Edward Island. The weekend of the 15th, 16th, and 17th, because there's a holiday here. It's called Family Day, and it's I, I don't work Monday, so I'm going home that weekend. Technically, I could film episode 100 there, but it defeats the purpose of us wanting to do something special for episode 100. So we have to delay it till the 23rd, but then that's but not then the right still, weekend. But we're still <laughs> off by one week. But we don't not want to do the podcast. That's right. So... Maybe we make 101 our pro podcast. Like we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna talk about this. But it would just be nice if your milestone 100th episode. Yeah. Like you have four people on our big nice table, which we are getting plaques for soon. I don't think we should stop the podcast. No, I think we that can't. would be a mistake. We can't. I think maybe let's just go through with it. I'll do episode 100 in. Yeah. Uh, PEI. Because I mean, that's still nice to have Brent back on for 100. Yeah. And then in episode 102, we can do it with four people, whatever. But maybe we can actually do like a separate video that's not a podcast. It's just for YouTube where we just kind of talk about stuff. Yeah. That is, has nothing to do with the current NHL season or whatever. Um, but yeah, that give us your feedback mm-hmm. on YouTube and on whatever. Uh, we, you know, we want to know what you think. So, mm-hmm. well, that's about, that's about what that's we got. It. That's it. Yep. All right. Well, Four thirty local time. Yep, it's time to uh, time to wrap it up. So I guess I'm doing. I'm the I'm the outro guy. You're the outro guy. All right. Uh, thanks, guys, for watching. Uh, guys and girls for watching, and listening. We really appreciate it. Hope you're having a good day. Hope you're watching lots of hockey. Make sure you let us know your thoughts on the Battle of Alberta in the comment section on YouTube. The Battle of Alberta's back, people. Yeah, we want to know number one who you cheering for from the Battle of Alberta, and uh, if they did play in a playoff series, who would win? I don't know if I can make that prediction. I want... I know I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. I don't know. I have to think about it. So, yeah. Give us your feedback. Uh, thanks for listening and watching. We really appreciate you guys uh, coming back every weekend to uh, sit with us or, or listen to our stupid voices and hear what we have to say. So, <laughs> have a good week and we'll see you in the next podcast. Adios. <laughs>